Welcome today. As my dad David shares from his heart, this short biblically-based devotional. David is a speaker, author, former pastor, songwriter, and founding director of Youth with the Mission Montana. He is also the author of the song In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, and I know his message will be encouraging to you. It was just after dinner on a spring evening in 1974 when my dear friend and mentor, Pastor Hal Curtis, picked me up in his car at our home just outside Big Fork, Montana, so that the two of us could share in a 20-minute drive due west on Highway 82 across the lush green Flathead Valley, then north on Highway 93 into the small city of Kalispell. This had become the norm for us on Monday nights as we shared together in the leadership of our weekly Flathead Interfaith Fellowship gatherings in Kalispell. About five minutes into our trip, I decided to reach behind me into the back seat for the handle of my guitar case. In just seconds, I held my guitar on my lap in the front passenger seat. Since I would be leading our opening and closing praise and worship times, I wanted to make sure that my trusty old instrument was properly in tune. It wasn't, of course, but I got it there in less than a minute. And then I strummed a few chords, and then a few more. How? I voiced kind of smugly. Do you want to hear the new song I wrote last night? As always, Howell was polite, polite as could be, and he said something like, Sure, please, uh, let me hear your new song. Okay, I said, I'd be happy to. And I quickly began to slowly play and sing my new song. It started out in the key of C, and I sang something like this. The Lord looked down on me, and he saw that I was lonely. <laughs> Now it gets worse from there, <laughs> just like my voice has over the last 50 years. Yeah, I, I had some more head-scratching words, but I never got to sing them because Hal suddenly interrupted me and said something like this, and he was only sort of polite. David, he said, that's one of the saddest-sounding songs I've ever heard. He may have said, please don't sing that song tonight. Can you come up with something, you know, a little happier? Give me something joyful. Give me a song with joyful hallelujahs in it. Joyful hallelujahs in it? I responded. Yes, he said. You can do it, and you should do it. Huh, I thought. I'll pause right there. I'll get back to those unusual car ride moments real soon. But first, here's what Hal was getting at during our short trip to town. I'll start with a scripture verse. It's this one. A joyful heart is a good medicine, but a broken heart will dry up the bones. Another version ends with, but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. That's Proverbs 17.22, by the way. So, my discerning friend Hal was sensing that God wanted his people to experience some good medicine that Monday night. He wanted us all to celebrate the night with joyful hearts. And God wants exactly that for each of us today. He wants us to live our lives with joyful hearts. 
Now, we all know that there are really difficult situations that come up in life. Even now, the whole world seems to be in turmoil. And turmoil can sometimes make us feel as if our strength is being sapped right out of us. I've been there. But when we find ourselves in a sapped condition, we, we can do something about it. How do we know that? Because God would never ask us to do what we're incapable of doing. And if God wants us to live our lives with joyful hearts, then a joyful heart, joy, has to be attainable, right? What are we to do? Let's start by seeing what God has to say. In this case, what he has to say about joy. So, listen to his words. As Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. So, friend, listen well and allow his words of guidance to bring your strength back and to give you hope for a joyful heart. Let's incline our ears to his sayings by looking first at Psalm 16:11. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Okay, the key words of guidance here. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Dear friend, when you feel your bones drying up and you're longing for joy, sit in his presence or kneel in his presence or stand in his presence or take a walk in his presence. Just do it. Next verse. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song, I praise him. That's Psalm 28.7, by the way. And did your ears hear that? Praise him. If you have a guitar, take it with you to his presence and sing a song of praise. If you don't have a guitar, sing along with an app on your phone. Another verse, Psalm 27.6. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. Therefore, I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing, yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Key words of guidance here. Offer the sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. In other words, with your church family. Sunday morning worship times never fail to bring me a tear or two of joy. Worship with your church family and breathe in the joy. Next, Psalm 126, 2 and 3 says, Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. And those last words were the key words of guidance. A giant move toward developing a joyful heart is remembering what God has done and then having a grateful heart. Just think of some of those things he's done for you and tell him how grateful you are. And finally, from the eighth chapter of the book of Nehemiah, here we have a wonderful example of an entire assembly of people who in the space of a half a day go from a state of mourning and weeping into a state of joyful celebration. The brief story reads this way. On the first day of the month, Ezra the priest brought the book of the law of Moses before the assembly. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon in the presence of men, women, and others who could understand, and all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. 
Then Nehemiah the governor and Ezra said to them all, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep. For all the people have been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, to celebrate with great joy. And here are God's key words of guidance. Because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. Why did the emotional heaviness leave them? Because they came into direct contact with the Word of God. And boom, joyful hearts were celebrating. All because they attentively listened to the Word of God. Dear friend, it works. I urge you to take a hold of what you've been hearing. Be in His presence. Sing songs of praise. Stay close with your church family. Be grateful to your Father in heaven for all he has done. And let his powerful words guide you into joy. And now, I'll go back to those unusual car riot moments in 1974 when Hal said, You can do it. You should do it. And I thought, Huh. Yes, I can. I will write a happy song with joyful hallelujahs in it. So I immediately went back to the very same run of chords, but this time with some joyful energy and strumming at a much faster pace. And then suddenly, just as Hal made a right-hand turn onto Highway 93 going north, these words and this melody came into my head and out of my mouth. Maybe you'll remember it. It goes like this. was the beginning. About 15 minutes later, I introduced this brand new song, which I entitled Ha La La La, to our Monday night crowd of some extremely joy-filled Montana folks. Those were moments I will always cherish. Only a few years later, the song was being joyfully sung in Christian churches and summer camps, on Christian college campuses, on YWAM bases, and during major crusades, even in children's crusades, in nations over the entire world. Thank you, dear Hal, for your discernment, and for interrupting me when you did. Because that night, and many times since, our mouths have been filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Dear friend, I want to lovingly urge you to join me in choosing joy and learning how to choose it each and every day. We can do this. Yes, we can. And now, using words taken straight out of the New Testament, this is my prayer for you. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him 
so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let it be. Shake a friend's hand and sing this song. Shake a friend's hand, shake a hand next to you. Shake a friend's hand and sing. Sing along. La 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 listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.